Hello everyone and welcome back to the life of Riley. Happy almost New Year's Eve. Today is going to be the last episode of 2019. I am so excited for the new year and in honor of bringing in a new year of goals and exciting adventures and experiences, today's episode is going to be all about the biggest lessons I've learned in 2019 and my goals for 2020 going forward. So I hope that this inspires you to make your own set of goals and reflect on the lessons that you've learned. And maybe you'll um, take a little bit from this and add it to your own journey. So enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley. Okay, so I'm actually podcasting from my car today. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, my roommate, my sweet roommate and her friend Amanda, they're inside right now. Kylie's working from home. Amanda's working on some stuff. She's moving down to Southern California, which is super exciting. But um, needless to say, the apartment is kind of occupied right now. So I decided to come to my car and record this episode just to make sure that I could be focused and... Um, speak freely and whatever. So before we get into the episode today, I just want to say I just overheard these two women talking and the one woman goes, oh my God, I love your hair, by the way. It looks so great. And then the other woman goes, oh, thanks. Like you like it? And she goes, I love it. It looks so great. And the woman goes, oh yeah, like thank you so much. I just cut it. But like you like it? And the woman's like, yeah, it looks so great. Literally three times back and forth, the woman saying that she liked her hair. And then the other woman saying like, excuse me, like, oh, are you sure you like it? Weird. Come on, people. It's 2020. Get with it. So let's start with the lessons today. The first lesson that I learned in 2019 is how important it is to take action towards what you want. And let's break that down. What I'm saying is everything that you want to accomplish in your life, you need to be taking action towards it. And of course, that's such like a duh thing to say. But just remember that 90% of the people are not willing to actually do the work. So if you just put in the effort and do the tasks, you're already way ahead of the game. You're already doing more than most people. So keep that in mind. And Literally, I am saying, get up and do it. If it seems like a really long project, you will be amazed at how much you can accomplish in literally one day. For example, setting up my podcast, I had been thinking about it for a while. I had been quote unquote planning, you know, writing down ideas, whatever. But literally from the time I sat down and began to make an account on Podbean, start learning about GarageBand, get my equipment you can put it together in a day. You could literally put together a podcast in a day. These episodes, but from the time I sit down and record them, I've gotten so much faster at editing and uploading them for you guys to listen to. So literally just do it. This past um, this past week, I made a website that I'm going to launch in 2020. I'm really excited. It's done. I'm just putting on the few finishing touches, but it literally took me a day. <laughs> I sat down. I just did it. You just start doing it and it will flow naturally. And I promise you, you will be so proud of yourself at what you can accomplish if you just do the tasks. Okay. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two that I learned in 2019 is um, the importance of being honest with people about your limitations and your bandwidth. And what I mean by this is I have always been a person, I'm an honest person for sure. 
but I've always had a tough time if I'm tired or something. I've always had a tough time telling people no. If they want to hang out or they want me to do something for them, I've always had a hard time saying no. And especially giving them the reason. Like it's hard. I have to usually like come up with some crazy reason why I can't hang out or something. And what I've learned in 2019 is I am just honest. I literally will say to them, hey, this is what's going on in my mind right now. Um, I'd like to hang out with you, but I'm a little bit stressed because I'd like to, you know, I have work that day and then I have these errands to run. So I'm not really sure I'm going to be able to hang out with you hope you understand. And 99% of the time people understand. And then if they don't, then they don't understand. And that's not your problem. But just be honest with people about what you can take on and what you can do for, do for them. And this has been a lesson. My amazing roommate, Kylie, um, has really helped me with this because sometimes I'll go to hang out with someone and I'll kind of like be like, hold a grudge about it and tell her like, I'm kind of tired. I don't want to go. And she's like, then don't go, you know, just say you're tired. And I have been able to be more honest with my friends about what I'm able to do when I'm able to see them and for how long. And that has been liberating and also strengthened my friendships, which I, you know, it's an amazing added bonus. So the third lesson I've learned is that people come and go like seasons and it's not because you did anything wrong or they did anything wrong. I think that it's so important to appreciate people and thank them for what they were in your life at one time, but don't dwell on the construction of this person that you have in your mind because that's not the same person anymore. If it was the same person, then the friendship or the romantic relationship or whatever wouldn't have ended, right? Like if everything stayed the same from day one to day five million, then things would never end, but they do end because people change and circumstances change and you have to to realize that people can be in your life for a certain period of time for a reason and it's okay if that reason is gone and they no longer serve that purpose or you no longer serve that purpose in their life. I think that um, something that I've thought about in the past year is that let's say a friendship ends or a romantic relationship ends, that person will never get to see the best version of you. And that kind of sounds like a bummer, but really all it means is that the next person that you're in a relationship with or the next best friend that you have, they're going to get a better version of you until eventually you find your one person and they're going to get the absolute best version of you. And what a treat for that person that you have been able to grow and learn from your other relationships and now you've ended up with, you know, your one final person and they get the best version of you. I think that that is such a special gift that you can give to someone. Um, Just appreciate that that person that's no longer in your life taught you something, you learn from them, don't hold a grudge, don't begrudge them, hope, you know, wish them the best and move on from it. Because just as you will get many cars throughout your life, you'll live in different apartments, different homes, jeans wear out, underwear wears out, like it's, it's mother effing job, you know? God, I got to buy new underwear like every six days. Anyways, um, people do that too. You, you, have to, you have to cycle through. And a lesson that I love, I listen to this podcast called Full of Joy, and it's um, hosted by Francesca Borman. You guys can find it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play, whatever. But I listen to it, and I absolutely love it. And one lesson that I learned from her um, was that joy comes in seasons, just like people. And if you feel like you're in a season of joy with a certain person, whether that be romantic or a friendship, 
and you're right about that, then that's wonderful. If you're so happy and you feel like you're in a season of joy and you're correct, then that's amazing. And you get to enjoy that and soak it all in and really take advantage of it. And let's say you're really happy with that person and and you think you're in a season of joy and you're not, right? Let's say you're wrong about that. Well, then that's even better because that means that whatever happiness you were feeling at that time with that person, it's only going to be 10 times that when you find that person that you're in a season of joy with. So I think that it's such a hopeful way of thinking about things that no matter how good you thought that relationship was with that person, what a great thing that it's only going to be 10 times better with the next person if that's not if that's not your person for forever. I just think that it is a wonderful, hopeful way of looking at things. And um, it's definitely a lesson that I've learned in 2019. The next lesson that I've learned in 2019 is that most people are just trying their best and they're not trying to be rude to you or hurtful or insensitive or whatever. I think that we all kind of live in our own bubble and we all kind of think that we're all trying our best and maybe other people aren't. And I just want you guys to consider the fact that if someone's rude to you, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, if somebody says something insensitive, if somebody says something wrong, God forbid, like they say a fact that's wrong, we're all just trying our best. I have come to find in 2019 people are good people. They are genuine people. They are kind and everyone just wants to be happy and everyone just wants to make other people happy ultimately. The way we go about those things are different. The way that we prioritize other people are different. But if you just have the mindset that everyone's just trying their best, you will find that you have a lot more patience and grace for other people, which is, you know, exactly what we want to be reciprocated to us. We want gracious, um, you know, actions toward us and we want to be forgiven quickly and often. And so I think that we all need to forgive quickly and often as well because people are trying their best and people love you and people care about you and think about that in 2020. Okay. And the last two lessons I learned, um, they're not as serious or anything, but I have learned that I don't need as much sleep as I thought. (laughs) Now, sleep is very important. Don't get me wrong. But I used to think that I was like nine hours of sleep or nothing. And I've just learned that as my days are filled with activities and fun things and yeah, some things that I don't need to do, um, I don't need as much sleep. I can sleep for like seven hours, eight hours, six hours even, and have a full functioning day on the other end. So that's good. Sleep is very important still though. I don't want to, you know, don't get me twisted here. Um, It's very important, but you know, just that's something for me personally. Um, And then the other lesson I learned is that exercise is not a punishment. It is a privilege. And I am not really an athletic person, but I have come to enjoy exercise a few times a week, literally like three times a week. I don't go crazy. I'm not trying to like go from no exercise to like five days in the gym lifting really heavy weights, but I have come to enjoy that time. Thank my body for being able to go to cycle class or go for a run or whatever. I think that it's important to thank your body, recognize that it's a privilege that you're able to move your body in that way, and think of it as a privilege, not a punishment. Over the Christmas holiday, I ran a 5K with my family. My brother ran a half marathon, but I ran the 5K. And um, I did the whole thing without stopping, which, you know, that may not sound like a big deal. Like, okay, Riley, little miss out of shape over here is celebrating running a 5K without stopping. But I always would run like a mile on the treadmill and be like, oh, that's the extent of it. But no, like I ran over three miles 
in, you know, under 30 minutes. And I thought that was great. And it just made me realize that I don't give myself enough credit. I don't appreciate my body as much as I should. And it's a privilege to be able to exercise it and use it in that way. So take advantage of it. It's not a punishment for eating poorly. It's not a punishment for not being able to fit into the jeans that you fit into last year. It is a privilege and we all need to take advantage of it and use it to its fullest extent. So let's move on. Those are the lessons that I learned. I hope that they maybe jog a lesson or two in your life, in your memory. Pardon me. Um, I hope that it jogs your memory a little bit. I hope that you draw on lessons that you've learned. And I would love to hear them. Share your lessons with me. Let's talk about them. So let's move on to goals. I have a few goals for 2020 and I'm really excited about them. So of course, obviously, I have some like professional goals And I'll just kind of gloss over those because those aren't really the important goals here. Um, I want to continue to grow this podcast. I, I think that it has been such an amazing journey the past like three months that I've, since I've launched it and, um, it's growing. I mean, we're in like tons and tons of different countries, people in Thailand, hi, people in Japan, Indonesia, Germany, UK, Australia, um, Argentina, um, Somalia, like all over the world, people are listening. And I am so excited about that. And I'm so grateful for that. And then I've, I just recently kind of looked at the breakdown of the states that listen to this podcast the most. California is number one, shout out. But Tennessee is a big listener. And Michigan, and I think it's like North Carolina, Arizona, Georgia, you know, New York, all these places that I I it's crazy to me that you guys listen. It's it's amazing. Thank you. I love you. Um, but I just want to keep growing. I want to keep spreading this message and spreading positivity and spreading lessons and kind of bullshit too along the way. But um, I'm excited. Also graduating. I'm going to be graduating in June with my master's and I'm really excited for that. I hope to graduate with honors and um, I hope to find you know, a meaningful and exciting career after that. Totally a millennial thing to say. I get that. Whatever. I want meaning in life, blah, blah, blah. But um, I hope for that. I hope that for my future. My next goal is to be more outwardly focused, creating happiness for others before I create happiness for myself. And the reason I say that is because for me, I get tons and tons and tons of happiness from creating happiness and joy in other people's lives. Like how cheesy does that sound, right? Gross. And it's not because I'm so selfless. Let's not get it twisted. It's not because I'm just this, you know, angelic Mother Teresa figure. It's because everyone gets joy from different things and that's where I get joy from. So really it's quite selfish, you know? I like to be kind to other people because it makes my day better. It's nice that it makes their day better, But it's not a totally altruistic motive for why I treat people kindly. Um, So keep that in mind, you know. I'm not up here preaching on my soapbox that like everyone needs to be nice for no other reason other than to give to others. It also makes you feel good. So if nothing else, do it for yourself. Um, But this is a big year. My best friend, Alicia, is getting married in June. I'm her maid of honor. I can't wait. My big, Jessie, is getting married in September. I can't wait for her wedding. There's just so many big life events that are happening this year for other people, and I cannot wait to support them and love on them and shower them with all the happiness and goodness that I can and focus on all the wonderful things in their life because, of course, it will come back to me in other ways. I will 
derive happiness and joy from those things. And the more that you focus on making other people's lives better, the more your life will become better. And the more that you surround yourself with people that have that same mindset, it's just going to be a cycle of love and happiness. Because if I'm focused on my partner's happiness and my partner is focused on my happiness, then we're maxing out on both sides. And I think that that's a wonderful way to live. Um, Yeah. So my next goal, my next goal is to be more consistent and holistic with my friendships. What this means to me in my life is making less plans with people, but more meaningful plans and really following through. I want to check in on my friends more. I want to see how they're doing. I want to ask about their days. I want to really like get to the meat of what's going on in their lives and try and offer assistance or support or just, you know, a shoulder to cry on or an ear to listen. And I want to make sure that I am following through with those friends and really letting my friends know that I care about them and I appreciate them and I love and I support them just as much as they love and support me because I get just tons of love and support from my friends and I am eternally grateful, but I want to be able to show that gratitude in a more tangible way by reciprocating it on an everyday basis. Um, that's, that's that goal. My next goal is to be more intentional with my social media and my words. And what that means to me is posting pictures that are meaningful and real. And like, yes, am I the bitch that wore a fake lash and a red lip on Christmas morning for my Instagram? hundred percent. Not going to lie. Totally did that. But I want to make sure that um, I'm still being authentic. That really is authentically me. Like I am that bitch that wears a fake lash and a red lip 100%. But also I don't wear makeup a lot of the time. And um, I don't want overly edited photos or anything like that. I just want to be a little bit more authentic because I've said it before, but I'll say it again. The only thing that sets you apart from the rest of the world is being yourself. So if you are trying to be like other people, it's already done already happened, been there, done that. The only thing that's going to set you apart is being yourself. So stick to that. Um, Being more intentional with my social media. I want to be intentional with my scrolling and my commenting. I want to support good, like meaningful, productive content, not just pretty photos. I don't just want to be commenting like, you're so hot. But like, yeah, of course, I'm still going to do that. But I really want to be more conscious of supporting content that is uplifting other people and showing positive things, not just like a nice bikini selfie. Don't get me wrong. Love those. Keep posting your bikini selfies. But I want to make sure I'm focusing on more than that as well. And the last goal that I have for 2020 is showing more love and gratitude towards my family. As I become an adult, I'm 23 years old now, adult, probably like older people are listening to this, like, shut up, bitch, you're not an adult. But um, this is my, this is, you know, this is my year where I'm 23 years old and you become less dependent on your family as you get older. You become more independent, you become your own person. And that is the time where it becomes even more important to reach out to your parents and your family and express love and gratitude, even if they're not physically giving you things, monetarily supporting you, you know, you don't live with them anymore, maybe, maybe you do, Um, but you want to make sure that you're building those connections with them and just letting them know how much you appreciate them and how much their support and love means to you. And if you're not close with your family, that's okay. If it's not a toxic or unhealthy relationship, maybe try and bridge that gap, maybe try and rebuild that relationship. And if it is toxic and unhealthy, I implore all of you to find family in other people, whether that be aunts or uncles or cousins or friends, find that in other people because showing love and gratitude is the most surefire way to get people to support and love you back. I think that it is so important that we express our adoration and gratitude for the people that 
help us the most. And for me, that's my mom, that's my dad, that's my brother. And so I want to show them, tell them, show them, express to them how much I love them and how grateful I am for them in 2020. I want it to be, you know, just totally apparent that I am who I am today because of them and I will continue to be who I'm going to be with their love and support and with the lessons that they've taught me. So that's my, those are my goals for 2020 and those are my lessons and I am so excited for this next year. I'm excited to see where um, the podcast goes. I'm excited to have new guests on. I'm excited to listen to your guys' stories. I'm ready to hear. Let's let's do it. If you want to be on this podcast, if you have a story to share, let's do it. Let's collaborate this year. Let's have you on. Let me interview you. Let me talk to you. Let me learn from you. And in turn, all of the listeners will learn as well. So I love you guys so much. Happy, happy, happy new year. I hope you guys get drunk or whatever. (laughs) I shouldn't say that. (laughs) I hope you guys have a wonderful New Year's Eve, whatever you choose to do. Um, I'm going to go get sushi with my friends and I'm really excited about it. But I hope you guys have champagne. I hope you ring in the new year with those that are closest to you and those that make you feel good. And I hope that you start 2020 with an amazing mindset of hope and joy and love and gratitude. And um, I hope that this kind of helped you through that. And if you don't have that, that's okay too. If you want to sit on your couch and be like sad for the beginning of the year, that's cool. But get back on the horse and um, we're going to have a great year. Together, we're going to have a great year. Individually, we're going to have a great year. And um, through each of us helping each other, everyone is going to be just a little bit better in 2020 than they were in 2019, including myself, hopefully. So I love you guys so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.